Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Indoor Adventurers stream, where tonight we are going to be returning to the streets of Waterdeep. And I might sound like I am out of breath, and that's because I ran around the United States to come back to you guys so I could return. So I could return as, as a DM. Oh, I've got, I've got, I had the itch all week not being able to play with you guys. I'm glad you played, I'm glad you had some fun with Dungeon World last week though. So if you're interested in seeing that Dungeon World game where we got to play with our dear friend JD Lady, then you can check that out on Cyberwolf1201's channel. And that's super fun. I'm having a blast with it. Uh, and huge thank you to Cyberwolf for running the four kids adventure last night. That was really fun to listen to. Uh, as, as you're the first person I've let DM my homebrew settings, so take that, every every cool people. Uh, also, while you were while you were doing it, I don't know if you guys uh, gave shoutouts to them, but Tall Dude Six Two Six, thank you for the follow, and Mahillus Tintin, thank you guys for the follow. And I'm always glad to see new faces, and I hope I get to see you again. But. Are we gonna bang for him? Are we gonna are we gonna bang him, or is it too late? Because I know that before it's maybe been... later. <laughs> we haven't done it yet. Let's do it. Let's get them bangs in. It would be nice if they were here, but this is for you guys. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize he has a Christmas wreath on him. That's, that's so not great. A that's totally what it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A Christmas wreath. Yay. Yep. That's a legal Christmas wreath. Yep, a super legal Christmas wreath. It is here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let us get in to tonight's session because I know that I have been... Were you going to drink hot sauce? That's what I thought. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's a way to throw me on tilt, I suppose. <laughs> uh, where we left off two weeks ago which is a horrible sentence and i don't i hope i never have to say it again except over the holidays because then i'll be like three weeks anyways It'll be a month la oh last we left off we uh had a had a rather lovely adventure our, our dear friend wolf came back from the dead being able to control a uh, a crawling claw that seems to have taken residence as his left arm after he met with the goddess of bad luck then we also had uh some very some very intimate moments between the characters uh as wolf said to hubris that he had three days well four days at the time uh to try and win over ghost's heart uh or else he was going to start being a competitor in uh in this whole love game and then uh ghost met up with ziraj the half orc hunter uh that was a member of the zentarum where uh he convinced you uh rather sternly to join the Zentarum, or they would use the information that they had on you as an arsonist uh, to kind of, you know, arrest you and then put you to death. It was a, it was a very convincing argument. Uh, Kronk, you, uh, you kind of shared a little bit more of your story with Ghost as you guys uh, reconciled over the death of Wolf. Uh, and upon him no longer being deceased, you decided to go down and, and have a, a raging good time in the bar, cheering all the more. He's not dead. He's not dead. 
uh, getting drunk with Wolf. You guys ended your uh, ended your day there uh, after a moment alone on the roof between Hubris and Ghost, where uh, Ghost explained to Hubris that she was uh, part of the Zents now uh, and revealed her tattoo. Uh, then the following morning, uh, two of you, or three of you, went downstairs uh, to go and get coffee, uh, where you made uh, all of the all of the best orders that you could, except for Hubris, who you were going to give a white coffee to, because fuck him, it's funny. Uh, where uh, Kronk revealed that he had gained... Uh, and I, I got the thought last week that it was metalworking skills. Is it stonemason skills? Okay, so... Uh, where he had picked up uh, stonemason skills uh, and displayed a, a cool statue for the staggering spirit that he had been working on in secret. Uh, and then what was your guys' plan? Were you going to be delivering the coffee upstairs or were you just going to wait for hubris downstairs? I was going to wait. Okay. We can't wait then. Okay. So you guys were waiting for Hubris to come downstairs, uh, and Hubris, you met a very interesting figure indeed. A character that looks almost identical to Ghost under an untrained eye, who asked you if uh, you knew uh, if this was the residence of one Klee Kai, uh, which you believe would this might be Ghost's twin sister. Yeah, um... She's downstairs. Yeah, um, follow me. Okay. Uh, yes, lead the way. Just walk towards the door and, um, just stay here real quick. I'm just gonna open the door and then just peek my head in. Um, ghost, darling, you've got a visitor. It's a bit early for visitors. Can you ask them to come back? Would you like to come back? And I'll open the door enough just for her to hear. No, I'd, I'd prefer to talk to her now, if that's okay. Uh, Kai, are you in there? Uh, Ghost immediately goes stiff and, like, whips around and, uh, uh, wha- what are you doing here? And I'm going to stand up and walk over. Well, I wanted coffee. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, mm. Walks in. Uh, so your sister uh, comes over to you and she just kind of looks you up and down. Aren't you cold? Any? That's fine. Here, come here. And she brings you into a hug and just kind of holds on to you. Uh, pause and then arms around, patting her back, uh, and then a hug. I, 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 why? What are you doing here? You. You sent me a letter saying that you died and then it was okay and that there was a lot of... I had to see for myself. And so when I got your letter, I looked at the return postage uh, and it said water deep. So I, I flew over as fast as I could. I sent you the letter so you wouldn't have to come down here. Well, it seems that there was a little miscommunication on our part. But that'll happen when you don't talk to each other for, what's it been, 10 years? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, come in. Uh, Kronk? And uh, she approaches uh, Wolf and extends her hand out. And she just says, Cleehoon, nice to meet you. Uh, that's, that's Wolf. It doesn't I look like a wolf. I died. Do I get a hug? Uh, how it's... recently did you die? You look terrible. Yesterday. Oh, don't worry. He always looks terrible. Uh, let's see if there's something I can do. I am I am a healer, if if that's all right. Uh, here, take a so seat it's... over here. And she just sort of like maneuvers. Just motions you over uh, <laughs> to take a seat. She's kind of just, she seems to kind of just be pushing you uh, with the sternness of a medical professional uh, who is currently seeking a patient. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run to the um, cellar door and stomp on it. And and as you do, the, it lifts up. Oh. Uh, would you come up here, please? There's someone I'd like you to meet. Uh-huh. And he starts coming out of the hole. Um, uh, Hoon? Yes. Um, this is uh, this is Kronk. Uh, I've told him about you. He's um, he's my partner. We've been traveling for a long time together. And uh, when you say that, she looks at you and <sighs> thank you for keeping my sister safe. No problem. It's what I do. And then uh, she leans over uh, to you, Wolf. He seems nice. Oh, he's the one that killed me. She'll just kind of slow head turn to you, look back. Um, he's my friend. Uh, it's okay. complicated. Why don't you just do what you're going to do and then we'll oh. introductions proper. Uh, I, yes, that... Sounds, uh, that seems like it would be for the best. Uh, here, and she reaches into her pouch, uh, and you can see that she pulls out, uh, what looks like two vials, uh, that have a very fine kind of shining powder in them. Uh, and she opens up one vial, sets it onto the ground, opens up another, sets it, uh, or not onto the ground, but onto the table, and then sets another, uh, small pile onto the table. Let me see your hand. She motions to you, Wolf. Which hand? My left or right? I... Because one of them does this, and I'll make my hand portable. Oh. That's... um, Your right hand will be fine. Okay. I'll extend my right hand. I almost feel like I'm going to regret doing this, but... Oh, you will. I, it's fine. I'm, just he seemed like he needs this, uh, mm-hmm. and she'll put her hand on top of yours, uh, and she closes her eyes, and you can just see that there are two separate flashes of very vibrant green energy uh, as the greater restoration spell is cast on you twice, uh, removing two levels of your exhaustion. Oh shit! Now I. I didn't come prepared with enough diamond dust to be able to cast that multiple times, but if you Oh, you don't have to do this. I know I don't. <laughs> I know I don't have to, but you I'm a professional. You are a lot nicer than your, I'm assuming, sister. 
I personally haven't heard anything. Hubris, did you know that Jones have a sister? Mm. He's taking a drink of his coffee. Which has three spoons of sugar in that. He looks at it, smiles, and wiggles his eyebrows as he's like just drinking the coffee. That's I'm how he likes it. Um, so and she kind of looks at you, Ghost, and just says, "Must have slipped her mind." Oh yeah, just having a twin totally slips everyone's mind. Hell, we get busy. Yeah. They um they don't know a lot about my past. Kronk knows everything, but uh, I kind of took the uh the shifter way to heart after I left. I understand. Uh, this, this is Hubris. He's, um, he runs the bar. Yes, he. We met outside. Hello. Uh, and she kind of like, oh, and like, puts her uh, robe on tighter and like ties it. Do you um? I, I I'm gonna change. Do you want to uh, talk? I think that would or... probably be for the best. Cool. Tea, coffee, scone? Tea is fine. Tea. Walks into the back. We have scones. Opens the room. Maybe? I'll check. All right. Uh, and then your sister just kind of looks at you for direction as she doesn't know where anything uh, is in this establishment uh, yeah, uh let's go upstairs uh, uh so i'm gonna walk her out and up stairs to our room okay yeah and so you you guys walk up to your room uh and as you get changed she just kind of she's just kind of looking you over in in a pseudo astonishment uh as from when you had uh cast your spell on wolf uh, you hadn't really cleaned up your arm at all, so there's just a lot of dried blood that's been caked into your left arm. Uh, and she can kind of also see that there are just these burned scars on your chest that seem to form some sort of language, uh, mm -hmm. as well as your eye is currently missing and a lot of your hair is still kind of singed uh, from when you had been burned uh, a while mm -hmm. back now. Mm -hmm. uh, and she... Um, and she just kind of stands there. She doesn't say much of anything. She just kind of watches and just kind of like looks over you uh, until you're finished changing and then, or at least until like a presentable uh, state and then she'll just run up and she'll hug you again. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll hug her back this time with more vigor and uh, excitement because I'm not around the people. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding my feelings from. Um, what? So, what, where have you been? What have you been up to? It's been a while, and I'm gonna motion for her to sit on the bed with me. And she, she kind of just sits down next to you, and as she does, she says, "Well, um, after you left, I thought it would be best to use some of the skills that we learned uh, to help people to." Mm -hmm to make sure that people don't look at us as something to be afraid of, but something to seek out in times of aid. I've, I've spent the last 10 years healing people. 
healing animals, healing anything that that came to me looking for aid. I did my best to help. And so when I got your letter, I know that you didn't necessarily want me to come down and and see you, but I still... Mother and father, uncle, our brothers, I... When I felt that breaking in my heart, I feared for the worst, and I, I didn't know where you were, I didn't know what to do, so I started to perform every ritual that I could to, to see if I could see if you were safe or not. And later that night, I couldn't find anything. I didn't feel anything. And I felt rage and anger and pain and emptiness. And so many emotions that I haven't let myself feel for so long. And that's why when I got your letter, I had to come. I had to see for myself. And it looks like you were barely scraping by as usual. <laughs> she, yeah. uh, she kind of just says, let me, let me clean up your arm. I don't, uh, yeah, I would thanks. have failed if I let it get infected. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, I'm really sorry that I've, that I made you feel that way. I know that this whole twin connection thing, that's why I wanted to write you. I wanted to make sure that you knew that I had come back and I had found my way again. Well, it seems like it. I mean, you own a house now, it's rather nice. And that was, it's actually how I found you. To be fair, I came here, but I didn't know where to look. Uh, came in a couple days ago. And then yesterday, I started hearing all sorts of people talking about an explosion. And I asked if anybody had seen anything that resembled my sister, because if you had died in that again, I, I wouldn't know of what to do. Right. But some of the people said that they saw somebody who looked like you uh, moving around the house, this house, so I figured that I would just find you in the morning. Where are you staying? On a rooftop currently. It's rather You're nice. We have plenty of room here. You you can stay here. I, I don't want to impose. It's really not bad. I tend to find places. I believe we have two spare rooms. Well, thank you. Yeah. I don't have much. She kind of just like <laughs> holds up her hands, kind of like looking down at herself. So um, I, I won't take up too much space. Right. No, of course not. Um, we uh, actually this I share with Kronk, so I know oh. that we can... Our... And she puts her hand on your leg. He seems very nice. Is... Are you two... You sh... I mean, you share this room. You called him your partner earlier. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page with this, so that way I can be respectful or give him a hug next time I see him. Oh, um... um I mean, we're not, like... intimate, if that's what you mean. 
Well, he seems nice. He's also almost twice my size. I mean, I've seen it. It's, I don't think it would work. Um, anyways, I, well, I guess since you're here, I just, I want you to know that, I mean, you know why I left, what I, what I went to do. And part of the reason I haven't come back to see you is because I'm not done yet. I'm close. But. You say that now? But what happens when the last man leaves? What happens when when you finish what you've set out to do? Will you come home? Well, I'll come visit. I just didn't want... I didn't want to come back unfinished. I didn't want to see you until I was done. I don't know if you've recognized this or not yet, but you've changed. What do you mean? There's... Just from what they were saying downstairs, and I I can under... I can tell when there's a little bit of snark in someone's voice or not, and the one that I was healing seems to be at least up to the brim with just pure snarkiness, but... Yeah. There is truth behind jests. Do you help your friends? Uh. Or is this like when we were young and you would use the stronger boys to beat up each other for your amusement? Uh, she kind of gets a little uncomfortable and starts scratching behind her ear. I am um, not as much. Not with them as much, I should say. All right. Well, even if it's not as much, you should still focus more on helping your friends rather than using people. There's a reason I stayed behind, and that was to make sure that people could look to me for help. I'm kind of, so you saw the tattoos and my eyes pretty obvious. I, I made a deal with a god. Oh? Uh, Asuran, the god of vengeance. I, I, I have no idea who that is. He basically, basically I will be doing the same thing that you're doing in a different way, I think. In my own way. As you always did. Yeah. your friends, are they going to be doing the same thing? Uh, I know they would if I asked them to. Fair enough. Uh, so, do you have, I mean, have you settled down? Do you have a family? Didn't have time. 
really. I go where there are people in need. And it's not to say that I haven't met a few people that have sparked my fancy. It's just I, I'm busy. There's, there are more people for me to take care of than just a smaller family. And if I cared for a smaller family rather than my family at large, which is north of the sea, then I wouldn't be doing my justice. I wouldn't be doing my due diligence to the people that, that don't know they need help. That makes sense. Um, have you met any more of our kind? No. Yeah. It's just us. So how did you get down here so fast? Like I said, I flew. In the time that we've been apart, I honed my skills in more ways than just one. And while like? she's sitting there, you see her just shift down into uh, into a crow that oh. just kind of looks up at you and ruffles oh. its feathers. And then she changes back. So oh. it only took about three days as the crow flies, but I believe it was the letter getting to me that was the longer part. Right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, well, now that you're here, uh, you're welcome to stay as long as you want, obviously. Um, I can show you around the city if you'd like. That sounds nice. I've never actually been to... The largest city I've been to was the surface area of Mirabar. I don't like caves all that much, but uh, it wasn't nearly anything like this. This is a lot to take in. Yeah, it's kind of a lot different than what we're used to, I should say. Um, so, yeah, uh, well, let's get breakfast. How about that? Breakfast sounds good. Um, okay. Yeah, breakfast sounds okay. nice. All right. Uh, and I get up and I walk to the door and then I stop and I turn. Just... Um, the boys. I wouldn't suggest. Just kind of keep them at a distance. I was going to anyways, because if your friends are killing your other friends and then they just pal around getting coffee together in the morning, that doesn't. It's been a, Look, a I, long couple weeks. That's not really my speed. Right. Cool. And then I lead her back downstairs. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, Wolf, Hubris, and Kronk, what are you three doing downstairs during this time? Because they are upstairs having this conver having a side conversation for quite some time. The, so yeah, we do have scones. The second they walked out the door, when the door closed, Kronk's like, they don't look like twins. They don't look anything alike. They look a little alike. Z-Packs before the fire eye, and then just change the nose to pink on Ghost. No, nah, don't see it. Yeah. And it's just Kronk being Kronk. It's each their own. 
it's obvious, but not to him. Because he looks at other things. Listen, and, just because they have different muscle structures doesn't mean they're not, you know, coffee, big guy. No, but he does take a scone. Okay. So wait, you both knew Ghost had a sister. What else don't I know? I don't know what you don't know. That's only up to you about what you don't know. That's the logic that's behind this. I've just been recently resurrected, so give me some slack, okay? Um, sure. So, uh, yeah, ask for this black. (laughs) Yeah, I know, and you punched me last night, so... It wasn't an unreasonable... You know what, let's just call this even. Okay. (laughs) So, when I went to prison... Right. You were caught sneaking around at night. Right. And you had a job. Right. That done? Yeah, it's done. How'd it go? Pretty poorly. Hmm? We we, kind of killed the guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Who did the killing by? This weird masked person? Red red scarf? DM? Uh, red hood. Red hood. And I stomped him just to be sure. Yeah. Nice boots, by the way. Hmm. Those were his. Then the red hood guy? Fucked off onto the roofs. Didn't chase him. We were kind of hurt. Didn't get a whiff of his scent. Listen, we were kind of hurting. Ghost was down. Ghost went down. What? Gut shot. Like twice. The only person I know with a gun is Shubris. Oh, oh, so let's backpedal a bit. The (laughs) other guy had a gun as well. Which... Blows my mind because I don't think these are a normal occurrence. <laughs> no. No, yeah. I didn't shoot ghost. I would never shoot ghost. I'd shoot you two fucks in a heartbeat, but never ghost. So the other person You did shoot me. Yeah, that's what I said, big guy. I would shoot you guys, but never ghost. Managed to out of the three of you shoot ghost who almost died for like us. Second time. I'm not counting time when she actually died because. I mean, if you haven't seen it already, Kronk's pretty handy with a medical kit. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That poor taste? A little poor taste. <laughs> and Kronk just doesn't get it as at all. <laughs> it. How many days has, was that since we went into the sewer and the warehouse thing? Sewer and warehouse thing was at this point about a month ago. So it was like four or five days before I went to prison. Like a week after you went to prison. She's almost averaging almost dying once a day. Okay. I wouldn't say once a day, more like every fortnight. Glass ballista. Glass ballista. Yeah, but ballistas actually do something first before they go down. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, I thought 
that, that got you the skull face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was Ghost Sister that asked for the tea. Um, oh, Christ. Yeah, when I hear the door open and they're coming back, I'm going to just instantly turn into some fight story from prison in my time, like from two days ago. Okay. Yeah, because it's only been two days since our dear friend Wolf got out of prison. It's only been 45 minutes since Ghost took a nap. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Uh, yeah, that's about the point that Ghost uh, and her twin, Cleehoon, uh, show up. So, so then I mean, this snitch in prison walks up with the shiv and tries shivin' me. You know what they do say, snitches get stitches, as it were? Yeah, that's what happened to him. And then, you know, within 30 minutes I get released and then useful like picking me up two days ago and here we are. That's not true. Which part? That we were late. No, we were actually fairly on time. You you ditched us. Potato, potato, okay. Um, Wait, why are you telling us this story? You're, you're making up a story about us that we were there for. <laughs> Does anyone have any breakfast-making skills? We have scones. And tea. That's not a breakfast. Coon just steadily raises her hand from right beside you. I put it down. You're a guest. You're not supposed to cook. I can see what I can whip up, but I promise it is not going to be good. Or Uh, we can go to the saucer and get a proper meal. Or we can wait for the staff to get in and have them make breakfast. The hell? Let's go to the saucer. Uh, Okay... It's a a it's, nice establishment. It's, it's not an actual saucer where we pour like milk into it. That'd be rude. I understand what a shop is. I just don't know if you knew about the. So where chain. is this saucer? And she looks at you, Ghost. <laughs> Iris leaves to go get changed and then comes back. Uh, oh, and when he gets, does anyone else need to change out of their jammies? I have. Two sets of clothes and one set cloak, which I walked in 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 disguise, and the other is what I died in. Why did you have to walk in disguise into your own bar? Because before I went to prison, did not leave on the best of terms here, where the guy which just left had a gun pointed at me. I don't know what really that is. Really, I also had my rapier drawn at him. Is it like a crossbow? What's a no, gun? No, no. Oh, uh, it's a, a thing which he uses to channel his magic. Not the type of gun which, as I just recently found out, shot your sister. Oh, yeah. I... Mm. Did it someone call for a son of a gun? <laughs> and Kronk has the, like, sleeveless training shirt he wears around the place, and he lumps down and gets his disguise clothes with the long sleeves and the the hood. Okay. Shall we? Sounds good to me. We go. Alright. And then you guys continue on to the Astral Saucer where you order uh, your your 
basic foods. Uh, and along the way, Hoon just sort of leans into you, uh, goes and says, I could have just made good berries if you all want to save on a little bit of money. Oh, Small make berry a lot of feeds money you for a this, day. This, this place feeds us well. Oh. Plus, I want you to see the, um, the sights. And uh, food is an important part of towns. So. The woodworkers. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't think he likes me. Mm. Kronk's eyes narrow. He's like, <laughs> mm-mm. Right. Um, Probably because I punched him, but... Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's refrain from telling my sister any more bad <laughs> stories about <laughs> our Tell life. me about your work in the North. Uh, well, uh, I'm more of a shepherd than a medical worker, that makes sense. I go around from city to city to grove to grove, uh, finding either animals or people who are in need of a little help, and I use my skills to heal them. And if they're being badgered around by anything that needs to be put a stopping to, I can usually just convince it to leave. Not people, like, though. Can't do that. Convince it, like, forcefully or with the word talk? I use my mouth to speak words. Mm. Okay. He's the most charismatic person in our group with the word talk. It's early morning. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's fine. So... Fairies and fiends, you... Well, and thankfully, I don't really have to deal with that so much as I have to do a, an honorary bear every once in a while coming down and attacking some deer, and I can usually just direct it to somewhere else. Uh, or... Oh, so you, you can talk to animals. Yes. There was a pretty peculiar rat the other month. Oh, there was a peculiar rat. We met a rat who, uh, in the sewers, who stood up on his back legs and I believe he wiggled his finger at us. He had gone like that with his hands. Oh yeah, he shooed us out. Is this part of some big city thing that I don't know about? Please clue me in as well, because I'm from the big city and I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Aha, something you didn't know about. There's a lot of things I don't know about. We have a club. Um, well... Kronk got that one, so he chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if it was a rat who waved at you, it could have been either a wizard who had polymorphed himself into a rat, it could have been a, well, sorcerer or bard, uh, I guess, would have also done that. Uh, could have been somebody like me, uh, who was able to transform themselves into a rat and was just hanging out. Uh, it could also have been, uh, I mean, are you familiar with werewolves? Yes. Heard of them. They're in this book some guy Bolo wrote. Oh, yes, you might like Volo. 
Maybe we'll swing by. Nobody likes Volo. Well, nobody likes us either, but... Oh, except, like his us. except his boyfriend. Not Fabio. <laughs> uh, or it could have been something like that, but for rats. Um, oh. Maybe if I had so seen it, turn. would be able to better tell you what it is, but right now I can only give you what it's I would fine. guess within a realm of possibility. It's fine. I'm just reminiscing. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, so, uh, what do you what do you want to see while you're in town? Well, I wanted to see you, and then you said that you would show me the city that I've never been into, and I live very, very far to the north. Uh, for that, there's a guild presence here. It sounds a lot. very bureaucratic. Um, I don't really know. Uh, we could just walk around there has I mean, i'm sure there's bound to be something ice cream uh, ice cream let's get some ice cream ice cream is so common where we come from mm. i don't know last time they got ice cream we get snow cones i miss that <laughs> much easier to make up there mm-hmm. is it true you should never <laughs> eat yellow snow no you never eat yellow don't snow don't eat that It makes you incredibly intelligent. It increases your intelligence twice fold if you eat the yellow snow. Hmm. But only afterwards. And during. You become wise beyond your wildest years, I assure you. It's a northerner's (laughs) secret. (laughs) And you guys see (laughs) ghosts just kind of chuckles to herself. How do you tell yellow snow from pea snow? I'll explain it to you later, Kronk. Because when, when you pee in the snow, it turns yellow. Well, if Does it done... really? I wouldn't know. Girls don't pee. Mmm. That ain't right. <laughs> 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 Alright, boys, why don't we meet you back at the, uh, the pub? Right, I have some accounting to do. Wait, yeah. question. Pub? Is... Adam. Is the yawning portal here? Yes. I've heard it just as a pit that goes to nowhere, and I'd we should go. rather like to look in it. Just to see sure. it, really. Don't ask if you can throw a dead body down there because you get denied. Though if you smash a troll in the head and it falls in, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm Both sure the it same is. same situation. All right. We could check in at the yawning portal. There's um. We know people there. We know people there. Just Used to be our. We home. haven't been that since. We have. What you have? We yeah. have. We've been I looking haven't. for you there. Kronky even ran in there and grabbed Volo once. That's true. Well, let's um let's wander that way. Uh, boys, would you like to join us or? Yeah. I have stuff I have to get done. Oh, come on. Well, Plus, I'm super I, tired I, still. I your wrist. <clears throat> and, um, but I do need to talk to you later, Ghost, about some little snaky friend. Oh, um, yeah. And the whole tattoo thing. Which one? 
the one written in Celestial on your chest, which I saw while you were in your nightgown when we were getting coffee. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. And she's ready to go whenever you guys are. Yeah. All right. Go to the yawning portal. All right. Sounds good. Make a survival check as you lead your sister through the city. Okay. Can I take her on the, uh, like the scenic route? Yeah. You can definitely take her on the scenic route. Let's see. A survival. Oh, that's a 13. All right. So with a 13, uh, you end up going through. You would know that the better looking parts of town uh, are the more religious sectors uh, that tend to outline the uh, northernmost part of the dock ward where it touches with the castle ward. Uh, Mm. And as you go, uh, you like you continue on your way to the uh, to the Holy Hands house. Uh, where a lot of different religions are celebrated, and you know that that's where uh, you would check to see if there was a small shrine to whore in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where uh, Wolf had taken some money from the uh, from the Red Knight. Uh, and you had kind of looked by there a few times just to make sure um, that the priest that you were looking for didn't reside there at all. Yeah. Uh, and you still, like, just on a basic look, kind of uh, glancing around, you don't see uh, you don't see anybody wearing those vestments, as you would know that those were all at the Spire of Morning. Um, right. And then you continue on your way uh, until you get to, um, until you end up getting to close, uh, close towards the Spire of Morning. Uh, And that's when Hoon actually kind of like stops and is just kind of looking up uh, into the sky and glancing around. You can see that you are uh, that you're actually by another temple. Um, This is called the temple or the House of Inspired Hands, which you would know to be a temple to uh, the deity Gond, a god of invention, as well as uh, Selun, who is a god of... uh, Who's not only the goddess of the moon, but also of knowledge. Uh, And so this seems to be very much like a tinkerer's home. Um, And as Hoon is looking up, uh, do you follow where she's looking with uh, your eyes at all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then Hubris and Kronk, are you guys doing the same? Or are you kind of caught up in your own side conversation walking forward? Mm, We're letting them have like their own couple of five paces ahead of us. If they stop and look, I'll look. Yeah. Um, so you see, uh, on the top of this building, uh, a creature, a humanoid figure that is wearing this large red hat, uh, and seems to have these kind of reddish vestments, uh, over its chest. And as you guys all just kind of stop and look up at it, you see that it turns and twists away where this flourish of red kind of follows it, uh, down. And Hoon just kind of squints her eyes and points up. Are these common in your city? It was a. It looked like a metal man. Uh, are they common in our? Make city? a history check, <laughs> and everyone can make a history check. I mean, we, 
I can be found perusing the roof sometimes. And oh, what was this place called? The this was the House of Inspired Hands. Inspired Hands. You got a one cronk? Yeah, you don't notice. You'd think that you would. Uh, as once every year, uh, there is a festival that takes place. Uh, and during this festival, the House of Inspired Hands uh, lends out many of these uh, metallic figures called nimble rites uh, that actually will go on marches through the town to kind of celebrate uh, the House of Inspired Hands at all. But you normally only ever see them in one specific place during one specific time. So seeing one mm. just kind of on a rooftop uh, fluttering away seems rather odd. Uh, and Hoon just kind of seems to be very confused looking at this creature or looking at where this creature was. Hmm. So when I was looking for uh, you, uh, you call her ghost? Yeah. Uh, weird. So It's a pet name, really. So, Wait. So, I'm joking. When I was looking for you, mm -hmm. uh, I was asking people generally what happened around the explosion because I I wanted to know if you were there or not. Yeah. Uh, if you were part of them or not. But uh, one of the people that I talked to said that they saw a man like that running across the rooftops. Oh. Oh. Yes, and he threw down a small orange bobble or something and, and caused the explosion. Oh. oh. Interesting. Yeah. Who, did, who told you this? Well, uh, she was dressed very well. Uh, it was towards one of the northern crossroads of the city. Um... She seemed very sad. She said that she knew uh, some of the halflings that were caught in the blast. Oh. Well, we'll have to talk to her. We kind of wanted to figure out what was going on, and the Crown's Guard didn't tell us anything. So, well, might be something to look into. Thank you. It's much easier to ask people about things uh, like that when I guess you're not wearing guard regalia and you look a little disheveled like myself. You look fine. I do my best. She, like, straightens her jacket a little bit. But, um... Oh. I don't... Fronk hmm. leans into Hubris and says, Did she just say that temple over there blew up our street? No, 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 no. no. Hmm. Um, something like that was seen running on the roofs by our establishment and we will look into it. Don't cause ruckus. Mm. I right. mean, you can cause a ruckus later on when we find out what's going on, but for now, keep it checked. No, right, he's eyeballing a cabbage cart, thinking <laughs> about throwing it into the temple. But <laughs> As I walk past him, I'm just gonna snap my finger and clean her. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you see that where her hair uh was uh kind of a a straw colored yellowed uh yellowed 
like tinge to it. It actually gets cleaned out, uh, and her fur is then more uh, kind of that pristine white color uh, that Ghosts is. Even if the texture is a little bit different, she looks very much more like Ghost now that you have cleaned her up a little bit. I raise a finger to my lips. I just keep walking. Now I see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> We're going to keep going to the awning portal. Alrighty, sounds good. And then, uh, Wolf, what are you doing? Um, I want to go exchange my little gems I have for gold. Okay. Sounds... And then, that seems simple, doesn't it? Alright, so you're getting your gemstones turned into money and then using that money to buy clothes? Uh... It wasn't necessarily buying clothes. Okay. Probably should though, shouldn't I? How bad are my clothes? How much are how much are clothes in general? How bad are my clothes? Yours I'm assuming There's a lot of stains in them. Sleeve is like half gone. Yeah, it's so I probably should. Yeah. And I wanted to drop off like ten gold into the Red Knights boxing because I feel bad. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, you go and you take care of that no problem. Uh, Are you looking to buy fancy clothes or regular clothes? I just want to replace my clothes. Alright, so that is going to be uh, one gold piece to change out your clothes. Uh, Kind of newer looking ones. How much is diamond dust? Uh, Depends on a quantity whatever was used on me uh you would have guessed upon kind of going through stores that they were that each of those vials was about a hundred gold pieces worth okay i'll buy i I had three gems right yeah left and they're worth how much uh they were worth 100 gold pieces a piece i'll buy Two lots to replace what was used on me. Okay. Sounds good. And then, yeah, I would just go back to the tavern and rest. Because I've still got one level of exhaustion. Okay. They're yeah, just hanging out. Uh, and then the, uh, the rest of you do end up going to the yawning portal and... Uh, when you guys end up making it in there um and Durnan kind of like looks at you and is just like looks at you ghost and then looks over at hoon and just hmm, kind of continues to going back to what he was doing uh and he waves at you guys uh as you were you were once regulars uh and he actually kind of motions for you guys to come and sit at the bar we do. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in disguise. <laughs> well, I can see that. It looks very nice. Now, I've heard through Grapevine, you all started your own business in the North War. Is that right? Yes, sir. We did. That's probably why I haven't seen you in some time. But I wanted to say, running a bar ain't easy. No. No, it's not. I, like, lean over. How do you do it every day? Well, I'll let you in on a secret. 
I don't know. I would have... Some days I would much rather still be going through Undermountain. Let me tell you, some customers are the absolute worst. Which, speaking of, I noticed that that one fella ain't with you guys this time. You, yes, uh... he's dead. No, well, ho. No. no, that was yesterday. Yeah. All interesting folk. Uh, <laughs> as congratulations and a bit of condolences... Here, he uh, brings you guys each a mug uh, of whatever you order. And Hoon, uh, she she kind of like looks uh, looks at the three of you. And as Dernan turns around, walks away, just, What should I order? I'm kind well, of just used to wine from the townspeople. I mean, it depends on what's your fancy. Wine, white, red, there's ale, mead. I think I'll just take a red wine. That excellent choice. It seems so, easy. Do you have the problem with it staining? Yes, but I kind of just stopped caring after a while. Fair enough. And just rinse it with water. Make sure you're very thorough. And most of the most of the creatures that I talk to are animals, and they don't really seem to care one way or the other. Fair enough. And then Dernan comes back, offers you, brings out your guys' drinks, and then she'll place her order in as well. And you guys have a very nice kind of midday meal. Uh, as uh, everything is comped by Dernan as, again, condolences for you guys having opened a bar uh, rather than any other kind of establishment. Uh, and then he kind of winks to you guys and uh, just says, um, I was looking for a little friendly competition in bar owner, but... So you know, I am one of the more established places in Waterdeep. So you're going to have to work awful hard if you ever want to think of even unseating me. And it helps if you have a bottomless pit. I mean, have you seen Kronk eat? We have our very own bottomless pit. (laughs) And it's just a front for our... uh, it's, It's a good place. (laughs) and if you ever want to come visit you are definitely welcome you will have drinks on us I'll take you up on that if I ever one get a day off and two ever find myself up up past the north ward Mm. you need yourself a ghost Uh, not that ghost that ghost and he points at uh, he points at your (laughs) twin no. And she just neither one. Sternan, <laughs> hey, do you still offer rides into the portal? Rides, no, 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 no. Uh, once you get past a certain point, it becomes scarier than hell, and I don't want to deal with that. But I will let you know that if you plan on going into the portal. You drink as much as you want. I'll waive the fee as long as you pay it back when you get back from Undermountain. <laughs> uh, Hoon, do you want to look in? Uh, and she just kind of nods uh, and then walks over and kind of leans over a little bit, uh, kind of like getting down on the ground to kind of mm-hmm. peek over. Uh, and then you just hear, Hello! <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Then 
Yep. yep. <laughs> and Kronk's ready to grab anyone who slides <laughs> too close. Yeah, nobody nobody seems to be really paying much attention. This seems to be a very common occurrence uh, in in the yawning portal of people just testing how bottomless this pit actually is. I don't really think it. it's pretty bottomless. A troll climbed out of there once. Remember that? Mm. Yes. It happens um, more often than you would think. It happened recently. Again. Hold Watch on. this. And I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy down in the hole, like a, a loud bang. Okay. So that it echoes farther. And Hoon's eyes just, like, she's kind of, like, taken aback a little bit, like, was not expecting uh, magic to be cast down the hole. Uh, and she just kind of stands up and then comes over to the table. I think there's something in there. <laughs> there's probably a lot of things in there. Hmm. It's all right, though. We'll take care of anything that comes out, won't we? No, no, fuck that. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Well, uh, do you want to see the ocean? I think I would like that. So, right. Yeah. So you guys uh, pack up all of your stuff. Uh, and start heading out. And as you do, the air is getting a little bit chillier. Uh, and you see that Hoon just kind of pulls out a, a thicker shawl and just wraps it around herself uh, to try and stay just a little bit warmer. Uh, mm -hmm. And as you guys walk over to the harbor, you see uh, that there are three very large ships uh, that have pulled that have been here for a while, uh, but you guys never really took too much mind of. But now, uh, from what you are currently uh, able to see, is that there is um, that there is what looks to be a a kind of striped tent uh, on one on the front hull of one of these ships. So as uh, or I think it's hull on the front deck. That's the word. Mm -hmm. Hull's the bottom part, so that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, but on this front deck, and you can see uh, that it looks like there are people getting set up for some kind of event. Uh, and you aren't necessarily sure, uh, but mm -hmm. you see painted on the sides of these ships uh, that there is, uh, it says the Sea Maiden's Fair along its side. Hmm. Huh. And who just kind of curiously just, I'm at, I, I, what is that going to be? What are they doing out there? Is it spelled F-A-R-E or F-A-I-R? F-A-I-R. Okay. With an perhaps E it'll... at the end. God damn it. <laughs> uh, perhaps it's some sort of uh, festival ship. A carnival, as it were? Perhaps. And uh, Kronk would uh, give Hoon his, his cape, because... He's he can withstand winter without wearing clothes. She kind of so, has to like bundle it up yeah. at the back so it doesn't drag. Like a blanket. Not to be outdone, I'm gonna drape my coat over ghost. I kind of look at it and I look at him and I'm like, I, I'm, thanks. I, <laughs> um, uh, it can we ask someone around? Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, it doesn't really take you much difficulty mm-hmm. finding somebody. Uh, but it's not like the first person that you ask walking by. So you ask a couple people. Uh, and then one of them says uh, that um, they aren't really sure what it is. Uh, like they, they do know, but they just aren't necessarily sure why. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the fall, while you guys were uh, while you guys were getting a lot of uh, rest in, uh, you know, having been shot in the stomach and uh, in jail, all of that jazz, um, you had kind of just passed by it. Uh, but you would know that uh, a Luskin uh, sailor has come down uh, and carried three ships with him. Uh, a man by the name of... Of Zardoz Zord. And he operates a naval carnival. Uh, and over this uh, over this last season, they had actually pulled in uh, about halfway through fall uh, and just had a carnival most nights. Uh, it just allowed people onto the ship uh, and would sail them out so that way they could actually have uh, an enjoyable evening and then they would sail them back. Uh, and they had they had taken everything down uh, several days ago. Or mm. at this point it would be... It would be about 15 days uh, ago that they had kind of took everything down as winter is now starting to creep in. And it's just not as good of weather for a seafaring carnival uh, versus how it is in the fall. Mm. Uh, But they don't necessarily, uh, they don't really know uh, why it's being brought up again. And... We will use this as our first break for the evening because Greybeard's got to go tuck in the elves. That's all right. So we will see you guys in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place and we will see you shortly. All right, everybody. Thank you for coming. Bye. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome back. To another continuation of the indoor adventures. I'm out of practice, so my transitions aren't as fluid as they have been previously. But that's what happens when you go on vacation just a little bit. Shouldn't go on vacation. I shouldn't. I should just do this. That's it. That's all I want is to just play Dungeons & Dragons with you guys. So, uh, where we last left off was... uh, last left off it sounded weird when i said it the first time in my head uh but you guys were at uh the yawning portal with uh Klihun and were just getting done making your way to the dock ward where you found out uh that there was a set of carnival ships that had docked uh in water deep during the fall that had uh finished up their their regular carnival dealings about 15 days ago but then today uh they are once more bringing out this kind of large striped uh this large striped carnival place uh and they seem to be working on it but you guys aren't really sure why uh but it's that is currently happening and and as you uh continue uh on your trip through Waterdeep. 
Are there any other places that you would like to go uh, as you stand by the ocean for a while? Uh, but it's not like Hoon has seen the ocean before. It's not a, a mind boggling experience. Like, where does the water go? She's like, this is nice. Did you guys um, have any other places? I would want to take her to get to like buy her something nice. Like clothing or something. Okay. Um, and she, uh, when you go to uh, say like, all right, we should buy you some nicer clothes. Uh, she, she kind of uh, like brings her hand up and stops you and says, um, if you're really wanting to buy me anything, I think uh, it would be nice to have better medical supplies up north. And this city seems big enough that I could probably find some. Sure, if that's what you'd like. And she, uh, she kind of nods. Um, it's just like, yeah. Um, so uh, we can either find a a medical kit of some sort, or if there's an herbalist, I can probably do something with that. I have the perfect person for you. Are you talking about um, Prickly Pete? No. <laughs> Shoot, I forgot his name. The their name. No, 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 no. Different person. Oh, different person. The, the king of Flavor Town. The king of Potion Town. Potion Pete. Potion, Potion Pete. Pete. No, um, not Potion Pete. Um, God, where's my notebook? Phila. Uh, Tali. No, it's Fala. Fala. Yes. Um. The one you left at the bar. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, yes, we could go see Fala and maybe get you a medical kit along the way if we pass a general store. They can set you up with a couple of herbs, some poultices maybe. We'll see. Oh, okay. Hopefully. Sounds rather nice. Let us go back to our home. Okay. Um, I would like to pass like a general store and just pick up like a normal medicine okay. kit. So a regular medicine kit is going to be a look in here and so the clown has his hand in the pickle jar and oh, he's trying God to hide it out no. hits um, the dignitary across the face and i'm just standing there mortified and my dad's standing there mortified and well we gotta get kicked out of the palace it's gonna be 40 gold pieces okay <laughs> holy shit that's most for, of my gold. For the for the quality one that she was looking mm -hmm. at. Yeah. She is, is very, very thankful uh, mm -hmm. for you handing over uh, all of all of that money as she knows that it's not necessarily easy to come by. Uh, and then she uh, she says, if it helps, I can pay for my own herbs. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do. I'm here to help you. All right. Uh, so yeah, you guys end up going uh, to Fala's place, Coralon's Crown, uh, making your way uh, by making your way by your uh, establishment, and then finding your way to Fala's place. Uh, and when you get in there, uh, they turn and look at you. You're just oh, hello, Hubris, hello, Ghost. Hey. Um. Big guy, and she kind of gives Kronk finger guns, and uh, or they said, and then they see, uh, they see Hoon, and just, well, 
this is actually rather interesting. I don't believe I've ever met you. Uh, are you new here, or have I just been slightly getting played, and there's two of you? Silent image. It's a magic spell. It's, it's her sister. It's very nice to meet you. I'm Fala, and she extends her hand out. Uh, and then uh, Hoon kind of clasps her hand and says, I've heard that you're an herbalist. Uh, it's, it's nice to meet you as well. Uh, and Fala just kind of nods uh, in agreeance with, uh, with this claim about their profession. Um, and then you start seeing the two of them begin uh, talking about plants in a very, very detailed manner that just like mind numbing. It's like being at your being with your mom at the store when you're like, I don't know what they're saying. No one knows what you're saying. Thread count. What the fuck? What's thread count? How do you count these things? It's like being crunk all the time. All the time. For a brief moment, all three of you are crunk. Well, yeah. Yes. Uh, And then you actually hear, uh, or make a perception check. Mm -hmm. Dice, don't fail me now. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Sounds good. So... Uh, the two fifteens, uh, you guys actually hear, uh, pretty heavy footfalls coming from the back end, uh, of the store, or you can see that there were, uh, a set of stairs kind of going, uh, going up top, uh, and they start coming down right as, uh, right as Fala and Hoon kind of go into the back to look more at seeds and other things that could be of use to Hoon. Uh, so they kind of just disappear from around the corner. Uh, and then all three of you see uh, a very large uh, half-orc figure just kind of hands in his pockets walking down these steps uh, until he comes up to the two of you. Morning, folks. How's it going, big guy? Uh, and you recognize this as uh, your half-orc handler. Hello, stranger. Morning, boss. <laughs> I figured... Be easier to talk to the two of you than it would be to talk to both of you individually. And, big guy, it's always a pleasure. Now, I realized yesterday that I forgot to tell you something, ghost. The man that you're looking for, we have a name. Okay. We don't know where he is right now, but you are going to be looking for, let me turn to Appendix B. (laughs) Is that his name? Appendix B? Ah, yes. My most hated foe, Appendix B. Uh, no. I like both of my appendix. Wait, no, you only get one. Never mind. His name... Is Rabaz. Rabaz. Spell it for me. H R A B B A Z. God damn it. Wizards of the Coast, come on. Like, <laughs> come on. Okay. Rabaz. No. Human. Half orc. Half orc. Shorter than me. Mm-hmm. For sure. No. You'd think 
With a face like his, he'd be easy to find. But it seems we got a defector on our hands who's a little bit better at hiding than I thought. Huh. Is it Nubtooth? No. Oh. Nubtooth's simple. He would never betray us. Anything, he's only part of the Zentarum just because... That's eh, free food and a bed. Fair enough. And he makes money by people selling stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this, this half-orc, his face is kind of fucked up. Not in a cool way like yours is. Thank you. No, he's got something on his lip. Split, you can see some of his teeth poking out. Mm-hmm. Now, he was supposed to report back on a... On a mission about finding something. About a well, week and a half ago, ten day and a half ago, goddammit, Ed Greenwood, you're confusing numerical numbers. <laughs> um, where was he supposed to be? Where well, would be a good place to start? I think he was holding up Somewhere in the North Ward. Somewhere around here. It's why I'm staked out. That end, well, it's easier to see some of my best friends. Hmm. Well, very kind of you to give us this information. Uh, you never gave me your name. Zuraj. Very fine name. Thank you. Um, is there anything else we need to know? Anything that he might have that might be dangerous? Shouldn't. Is he powerful in his own right? No. No, he's a piece of shit in his own right is what he is. Then this will be fun. I would assume so. Now again, you're good at tracking people. You're good at tracking people. And he... Points to you, Hubris. And you... You want to stop the people that made that explosion, don't you? Seems like we're all in agreement here. What? Do you know anything about that explosion? We heard tell that there was a metal man on the roof. One of the uh, nimble rights. That dropped have... something in a bucket somewhere. Do you know what that something was? Something magical? Amulet? Two beads? Mm. Think I know what you're talking about. You could ask Nubtooth for more detail. He sold it off. I think I'll have to after this. Get a little bit of a... better understanding. We can use something like that to figure out if it still has a connection. With whatever used it or threw it, or did whatever with it. We did see one today, one of the nimble rites, on the the inspired hands, hands tower. Mm -hmm. hmm. Might be a good place to check. Well, I'm sure you all will investigate it very thoroughly. I do everything very thoroughly. Well, 
I'm going back upstairs to my room. So if you ever need anything, just come by and ask Fala. They've always been a huge help. <laughs> and he'll just kind of put his hands back on his pockets and just begin walking up the stairs. Thanks for the invitation. He just motions with his hand, just doesn't say anything. Uh, and then you see him go up uh, and door opens, shuts, he's gone. Uh, and it's about that point that the door downstairs comes open and Fala and Hoon are are caught up in conversation. Uh, Hoon just has armfuls of herbs. Just, well, I see you two have fast friends. They know so much about plants. In a city as big as this, I... You have a lovely garden. She just, like, pats Fala on the <laughs> arm. Uh, and Fala just, like, kind of smiles sheepishly to themselves. Uh, as uh, Hoon sets everything out uh, and begins helping Fala weigh everything out, and you see coins exchanged uh, between the two, as then uh, Hoon kind of stuffs them all into a larger bag and sets it over her shoulder. She says, all right, well, um, I'm ready to go whenever you guys are. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, ready to head back to our place. Is it, like, afternoon? Yeah, this is early afternoon at this point. So the, would the spirits and spirits be open? Yes, the okay. spirits and spirits is most certainly open. All right. Um, well, why don't we head back to our place, then? Sounds good. Um, I'm going to set these, uh, everything in, uh, I don't know which room is mine. I'll show you. All right. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you guys head uh, back to Spirits and Spirits. Uh, and Ghost takes Hoon upstairs uh, and shows her where her room is and sets everything down. Uh, and then, Wolf, what are you currently doing? As you had left them uh, earlier in the day, uh, and then you said that you went back home to rest. Uh, I've been playing Notes and Crosses and Hangman with Lip on the chalkboard. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, and I'm then... not doing too well. Okay, I'm losing. <laughs> uh, what did you? What were you doing when people started showing up? Uh, because the bar game of Hangman, and I'm expecting there's going to be a crowd yelling out, "Is there an S?" <laughs> Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, Hubris and Kronk, as you guys come downstairs, uh, you hear people in the crowd chanting letters, uh, and Wolf brings his arm up and says, Is there an S? Uh, as you see another arm get added on to uh, a little hangman, or a rather large hangman at this game. Hmm. Uh and what are you guys doing? As you see that the bar is starting to, uh, starting to get into full swing. I guess I'm going to manage. Okay. Like, I'm going to do manage. my job, which is, do. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. Truly had not. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you guys end up uh, going down. And after about uh, two hours of just kind of sitting and hanging out at the bar, uh, enjoying drinks as they come and go. You see that Not Doug comes in very confidently, as they always do. Um, and as they hop up onto the bar, um, 
they they tell you uh wolf thank you uh for uh for entertaining the crowd but you can take your leave now if you would like i'm still just gonna stare at this dude like i know him but can't put my finger where he just gives you a very charming smile like you've seen him give many a groupie (laughs) okay want to punch him but i don't want to punch him yeah and uh you see that uh not doug is getting ready to begin their performance and then they start uh they start playing along and it starts off with like these very uh these very casual songs just these very nice kind of mellow drinking songs and as the night progresses uh they get more and more boisterous and you can see that hoon uh even though her face is uh, covered in fur, she is starting to get a little bit red in the cheeks as she keeps enjoying wine and these songs of the town uh, until eventually she looks over at you, uh, Ghost, and she says, oh, This is the city that I have always been wanting to see because I can finally just let go a little bit. And she like pulls the like the uh, her hair that had been tied up in the back down, and it just kind of falls forward. You are free to let go as much as you want, knowing that I have your back. Hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This is very nice. Whoops! Trying to slide right up. Hello. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna grab the two things I bought today which cost me a lot of my money. Did I buy the actual potion or just the diamond dust? Uh, it would be just the diamond dust but they would have included okay. it in a vial free of charge for having spent so much money. I'm going to hand the diamond dust over most likely to Ghost because her sister looks quite drunk. Oh. Um... This is for your sisters. Thanks for kind of... Oh, um... Hoon? Hmm. Uh, Wolf has a present for you. And I hand oh. her the, the two vials. She looks at them and just... Well, that was very kind of you, but you didn't have to. Yeah, I did. You know, I tell that to Wolf all the time. You didn't You've have to. You've never said I've been kind before. No, Wolf. I haven't. I mean, you didn't have to. <laughs> I lean over to Hoon and I whisper in her ear, you know, now you have to sleep with him, right? I would give all of this back and so much more to not sleep with him. <laughs> and and I have a passive sleep. <laughs> <laughs> right a, a huge laugh. Mm-hmm. I'm joking, of course. It wouldn't have happened. He's <laughs> yeah, not really not. my type. Yeah. And she says that loud enough for you to hear, Wolf. <laughs> Which, with a, with a passive perception of 22, really not that loud. Yeah. Um, what is your type now? I mean, when we were children, you, I mean, barely looked at boys. Well, that one knows how to play music. She points up at the, <laughs> uh, at the front man of Not Doug, his red hair just kind of flowing over his shoulders as he strums the lute. Oh, yes, bards. Typical. Well, he knows how to play. 
He has talented fingers, I'm sure. <laughs> she just kind of giggles <laughs> to herself. <laughs> you would not believe the low quality of bards we get up north. It's usually kids making their way to bigger and better things off of their father's dollar mm -hmm. slash gold piece because currency. Mm -hmm. Or it's some old drunk blowing into a jug to make some kind of hooing noise and mm. at that point all of the owls in the forest are just better company but this one <laughs> uh and as she does it you see uh you see davil turn to her and just kind of give her a wink uh as she makes eye contact with him she's like but this one can play well if you'd like i can put in a good word for you does he play at your bar often every night Hmm. Maybe you should. <laughs> Would you like something more to drink, my dear? Just a little bit of water. I'm feeling a little flush. Uh, mm. And just, I'm feeling good. Yes, you've gone a little pink. Hmm. <laughs> I'll get her a glass of water. Okay. And I'm has, not drinking. Has she seen Lyft at all? Like, bringing mugs and and whatnot um i don't think that she would have yet because like there hasn't really been an option for it but as you sit down and you got and you actually start drinking as well uh yeah she would have definitely she would have seen it during that time she would not have uh been drinking nearly to that point yet uh that she has that she has been currently so when the when the first mug comes out her eyes do go wide Thank you, buddy. Do you have an invisible man who serves you drinks? That's Liv. We have a dead elven man who haunts this place, and he also bartends. He's the best. He's the best, actually. I'll definitely best. The city is wonderful. <laughs> I I really didn't know what to expect, but. This is, this is quite... So do I just say my order out loud and a well, thing shows up? How does this work? Hey, Liv. So this is Ghost's sister. Show her all the hospitality you would ghost. Please. <laughs> and you just hear a, uh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, as the night winds down, I, I would take her back to bed and show her her, you know, her room and everything like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She she seems to just kind of be like she doesn't seem like she necessarily drank too much. Like mm -hmm. she's still able of standing and doing everything on her own. Uh, it was just that she's she's kind of a lightweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, comparatively to you guys who have been like, ah, let's just drink at the bar. It's basically free. Uh, mm -hmm. And just enjoying yourselves for a while. Um, and yeah, so you take her up to bed uh, and kind of tuck her in. Uh, and she uh, <clears throat> she looks at you and says, um, they seem... Like they're looking for some guidance, except for the except for the really tall one. Mm -hmm. 
you should help them when you can. I do try. The one with the blue eyes seems very difficult to help. Mm. But that doesn't mean you should stop trying. You know, I brought him back from the dead. (laughs) And she just kind of uh, gives you a big smile. uh, And you hear her just kind of pulling the covers closer and just, that's my sister. And goes into a yawn and then pulls herself a little closer and steadily goes to sleep. Good night. And I slowly close the door. Okay. Which blue eyes were you talking about? Because both Hubris and Wolf have blue eyes. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, I will go back downstairs. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, and unless there's nothing. Yeah. Unless everyone else goes to bed. No, I'm just at the end of the bar writing. Writing? Yeah. Okay. Not on soap. Because I think I've only got like one bar left, and that's my shopping list. If I can catch Ghost, um, I'll just chat with her real quick. Yes? He has like this really, I wouldn't say shit-eating grin, but it's like, So, your sister's here. Yes. And? Seeing a side of you I've never seen before. Choose your words wisely. I was just gonna say, you're kind of kind when she's around. Don't get used to it. (laughs) I'm not gonna. It's just amusing, that's all. I'm sorry, it's a different side of you. Mm. And when 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 Ghost kind of made that threat, you could hear the the chair Kronk was sitting on, like, creak, like, are, are we killing hubris now? Because <laughs> I'll do it. Like, it just, like, it started to kind of flex out, and the chair just kind of went, like, God damn it, I gotta kill everyone tonight. That's so good. Um, I'm gonna go sit with Kronk. Alrighty, sounds good. So, you guys are sitting next to each other, and then... Uh, Wolf, you were just writing out your shopping list. Did you want to do anything else tonight? Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, let's see. Mm. Down to chapter four, level up. Yay! Nope, not yet. I am... uh, Because if you guys are just going through, like, just going to sleep, you guys don't have anything else planned for the evening? Mm No. Alrighty. So, yeah, you guys... I'm so exhausted. I ain't doing nothing which involves a check for another day. Alrighty. Uh, So, yeah, you go to... You all end up returning back to your previous rooms later in the evening. uh, And then you go through a long rest. With no... uh, With... With no real like any disturbances, really. You can hear uh, Hoon is is snoring kind of loudly uh, in from her room, but it's your guys's room is far enough away that it really doesn't bother you too bad. If anything, Hubris might be kept up a little later by it, but 
he has a magical power to fall asleep within five minutes, so don't even worry about that. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, you guys wake up the next day, uh, and you can actually smell uh, the the smell of food kind of permeating from underneath your floorboards. Uh, and Kronk, you can hear you can smell food uh, coming from uh, above where your stoneworking has been uh, has been being done. And as you guys all collectively make your way downstairs, uh, Hoon has made breakfast for all of you. Ooh. I am like chair pulled up at the counter with my fork and knife. Just <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and so she ends up coming out, and it it looks like she has thrown together uh, a couple omelets for you guys uh, mm. as uh, mostly vegetable based. Uh, as she didn't really know where you kept your meat stores, but she was able to find vegetables without much problem. And she actually used some of the herbs that she had gotten yesterday uh, to help season the meal a little bit. And eventually comes out and sets it in front of all of you guys, and then finally brings hers out last and sets it down. Uh, and then uh, says, well, I didn't know how to make the coffee, if that's all right. That's fine. Uh, Take mine white. Uh, I'll make it today, and I'll make a white one for Hubris because I'm being nice. And he requested white. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Two sugars in it this time. Did you sleep well? Well, I'm. Oh, no, well, yeah. oh uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I slept relatively well. Um... It's kind of early the I mean I wake up early in general whenever the sun kind of starts peeking over that's around the time that I wake up uh, it's not too bad yeah, that's, a good, that's a good time <laughs> well it's I've spent years sleeping outside it's much easier to wake up to kind of natural clock going on than uh, just picking a time and trying to wake up around that. And this way I can make you all breakfast. Thank you. Thank you. Mighty well. good. Oh, thank it. Mighty good. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Is there anything you wanted to do today? Um, not particularly. Um, because I've seen everything that I really wanted to see that we could see anyways and yeah. hmm. I'm not well, really sure if you would like I can clean up a little bit around here or something no we have fine. people for that uh, we I think should go speak with our neighbors at some point if you'd like to join us with that venture yeah, that's, that sounds fine. Uh, I wouldn't mind just hanging out. Uh, How long are you going to stay? I was thinking a day, two days. wasn't really sure. Um, oh. I didn't know mm. what state you were in, to be mm. honest. But you look fine. Mm. Um, actually... 
I think I I think I will be heading out. When? Not today. Well, I don't I don't want to hold you all back from anything. Um. From doing what you're you're doing from well i mean at least i would hope that you stop killing yourselves really that would physically or metaphorically i mean both is probably good well it is too soon we've only got two more to go and then we've done the whole group and hers comes back with the fire eye i come back with the crawling hand what are the other two going to come back with let's find out that's Concerning? Incredibly morbid. Uh, and it's at that point that you hear uh, a a loud knocking on your front door. Just yes. Don't worry, guys. I got this. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. And then we'll go and open up the door. Okay. Uh, what do you want? So when you open up the door and and demand, what do you want? Uh, you see standing in front of you uh, is a very tall human that has his face painted, one side red and the other side white, uh, with these two stars over each eye, and he seems to be wearing uh, very bright and colorful clothing. Uh, And he throws his arms out and says, You have been formally invited to Zazard's Zord Carnival of the Seas! And he holds down a piece of paper. Uh, and extends it off, uh, and extends it towards you. Jibberish, your family's here. Go fuck yourself. For the <laughs> one night that? only, we shall be having the performance of a lifetime. We have heard that the people of this world were shaken and, and just generally disrupted by a horrible explosion. So we, with Zazarzord, would like... To throw you an evening of enjoyment and wonder. Ibris yelling at me early in the morning. <laughs> uh, and you can see that down the street there are other performers that are doing like cartwheels uh, into people's doorways to then start knocking and also begin handing out flyers. And I'll point them to who's that guy who keeps like death staring us? Uh, that would be Froon. That dude, and I'll point at his house, would love you to go knock on his door right now. I'll be sure to do so. And you see him just cart, like he- Make sure you tell him I sent you. He (laughs) does uh, like backwards somersaults down your guys' stairs until he's on the street and then kind of tilts on one hand and then begins to cartwheel down the street uh, towards Froon's house where you see him come to a complete stop, wrap his hands on the doors. Uh, and then uh, as soon as that door opens, you hear that same spiel uh, that was said to you, but just, hello, we represent Zazazard, off, uh, off in kind of the farther distance. But you are just left in the doorway holding this piece of paper. I like that guy. <laughs> Listen, Wolf, just because I come from a circus doesn't mean I'm related to every single clown. I'm not related to you, am I? Not a clown. No. Hubris, are you that flexible? Yeah, Hubris, you that flexible, buddy? He thinks to himself, and then he, like, stands up, goes to the middle of the floor, and, like, leans back and, like, does the bridge. Okay. And then from there, he, like, pops off and does, like, a handstand. This is an acrobatics check. Yes, this will be an acrobatics check. You call that something? I'm gonna try and just do a backflip in the air without touching the ground. <laughs> that 
that is an 18 to me. Oh no. Oh, what is it? He's so moving he's the camera. He's moving the camera. Oh. Oh. It's 20. Can you see wow, the 20? you're terrible at this. There, there we go. <laughs> you can see the 20. I can't. Yes, I can yes. see the other numbers around it to the point <laughs> I know it's a 20. So yeah, you... And then I punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you go through uh, this small tumbling act just like, oh, this is, e- this is an easier way to describe how flexible I am. And you just kind of go through this small act and pop up. Seemingly without any kind of effort. And you just hear Hoon say, ooh. And is that why you fell off the roof? It's been a while. I don't really particularly specialize in the tightrope, but I knew I tried it once. She was cool. Kong, can you do that? Hmm. All right. Sure. So, Kronk, before you add, oh. for you, because of your background as a gladiator slash entertainer, I will let you use your performance check for this. Okay. If it ends up being uh, resulting in a higher number, you can use performance. Okay. All right. I didn't get that option. Got a nat 20. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I get a 14 with, with my bonus. Okay, so are you trying to imitate him exactly, or are you just trying to do something else uh, and exert physical motion. I, I think, uh, yeah, it's more of a more of a welcome to the gun show kind of thing because if I tried to do what he did, I would put my feet through the ceiling, and then um, you know, yeah. <laughs> break tables and, and everything would uh, be bad. So so yeah, I try to do some, like a maybe like a handstand sort of thing, mm-hmm. and then I put my feet on the ceiling, and then I kind of walk, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like that. <laughs> And then pop down and like twing, throw my scimitars around and tuck them back in in one move. Okay. Yeah. Hoon and Hoon and Ghost are both just very nice. Way too early for this shit. (laughs) Would you guys like to go see the carnival tonight? Yeah. I'm down. Now you can't leave. I I point at your sister and say, see, now you can't leave. You gotta come with us to carnival. Honestly, that does sound extremely fun, and being mostly in landlocked cities, I don't know the next time I'll be on a carnival on a ship. So, I'll definitely stick around for that. What's the worst that can happen? We can all swim, right? I can swim. I can... I can swim. Okay, so we're safe. And when she agreed, uh, Kronk will pull her in for a hug. Um, yeah, she'll she'll just go along with it. She's a hugger. Right. Um. Oh yeah. Do we want to go talk? Uh, should we go talk to our neighbors? It's so early, right? Yeah. yeah it's... This is just a meet and greet, or are we actually questioning them? Have they seen anything? Right. We want to know more. What do we all know? I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, yes, you weren't there. You decided to be lame. Um, we saw. I was resting because I was exhausted because somebody killed me. Yeah. Mm. Somebody brought you back. So, um, we saw this mechanic, and I'll go into the story about the mechanical guy in the roof and what Hoon had said. Okay. About everything. 
And then yeah. do you bring up your meeting with Zaraj, yay or nay? Uh, not when Hoon's there. Okay. And uh, I will say, like, we went to uh, Fala's shop and we met an old friend. And then I'll meet. I'm yet to meet this guy, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. I hate that guy. What guy? Me too. The uh, old friend. Well, yeah, we'll talk uh, about uh, it. Okay. We'll talk about it later, Wolf. No, I want to know now. Hey, you remember that one guy that I told you about? The half-orc asshole? The really attractive one? I wouldn't say that. I would. Did you tell me about him? I'm pretty sure he told you about him. Because then I, I think there was a conversation like, oh yeah, that guy. He's a dick. Didn't Isn't this the same guy who we talked to on the hill? No. In the, in the city of, no, not in the city of the dead? Nope. No. I confirm this with Indoor. I have no idea who this guy is. Oh, okay. Google. Maybe He's the one who gave me my tattoo. Oh, what did he say? Hello. And she, when you say she's the one who, uh, or he's the one who gave me my tattoo, Hoon just looks at you and like points to her chest. No, not that one. Oh yeah, about that tattoo. And then might as well just discuss everything now. And then you see her just like. Just kind of give you this eye, like this side eye, just like. I have three. We don't need to discuss everything. We know of two. I, look. I'm going to make this easy for all of you. I'm not going to pretend like I understand what it is you're talking about. But there is one thing I do understand. And she takes all of your dirty dishes. That's cleaning. (laughs) You're the guest here. Hubert, why don't you join her while uh, I speak with Wolf? Kronk, do you want to supervise? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Supervise <laughs> what? I heard, a, what? I heard a no in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, too, at one point when you made the face like at, yeah. <laughs> at Wolf, I nearly booted him across the room, <laughs> like <laughs> shoved his chair. But then, but then you guys smoothed it out. So. All right. Yeah, I lump off with them. Yes, you wanted to speak of my tattoo. Yeah. When'd you get it? This one, right? Yeah, I'll I'll read it if I can see it. I Uh, read Celestia. Oh, um. And speaking of it, which is amazing. Well, you you want to read it? What's? Well, I mean. I'm, all right, so I start unbuttoning. I I undo the fl- the flippy thing. The yeah. No, I'm thinking if only Hubris could walk out right now. But hey, buddy. And I I lower my my undershirt so you can see all of it. Okay, and what does it say? Oh, that's a good question. Do you? Some, uh, yes. It's so, basically, uh, <laughs> do you have it, it was. Right there? No, but I have a very good memory. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was uh. Give me strength against those uh, that would stand against my friends and family. Um, that was it. Uh, uh, give me strength to bring vengeance on those who oh. have wronged my friends and family. Yes. Discord. Discord messages. Uh, I, can, I know what it says, but I can't read it. I mean, I 
I can't speak it in Celestial, I suppose. Also, when I was dead, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if this means anything or not, but my little goddess of bad luck gave like a mini kind of warning about your eye. About my eye? Yeah. I don't know if it meant anything or it was just... Well, here's the question. Would the goddess of bad luck tell you something to give you good luck? Or would she tell I don't you think, I don't think she provides bad luck. She's more just there for unlucky people. But would she then in turn tell you something to give you good luck? I'm not going to try and understand a god, okay? Fair enough. All, know, all, all, all I know is that she let me relive the death of my sister. Because How nice of her. But I did see the guy which did it. And I'll describe the light-skinned, bold half-orc with the split lip. Oh, well, good news. That's who I'm trying to find, I think. Uh, yes, the, uh, the half-orc gentleman... Uh, Told me that that's who am I, who I'm to look for. So, our fates align. It would seem. So you're not going to do a hubris and go do this by yourself, and then. I'm not an idiot. <coughs> There's soap everywhere. Why? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um. <clears throat> And, and I, I think it'd be quite fun to track this person. What do you think? Oh, he's mine. Oh, you can kill him all you want. I don't believe I was told to bring him back dead or alive, just to find him. And what's this guy which told you to do this? Uh, the half-orc gentleman, Zarash. I'm going to attempt to spell that. All right. Anyways. Okay, see, look, that wasn't hard, was it? What do you mean? Telling the truth. I always tell the truth. Come, he cheated. (laughs) I've said I'm sorry. Truth telling. Are we okay? I mean, I didn't really get a chance to speak with you while you were in your right mind. That's because you kind of walked off. Because you're very infuriating. That's part of my job. Are we all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Are we okay? As in... You and I. How would we not be? What is considered okay? Do you trust me? That is a tough question. Trust you with what? Why? Why are you asking? Mm-hmm. Normally, when normally when someone goes, "Do you trust me?" It's going to be like, "Because I need you to do my favor." Well, if we're going to work together, I need you to trust me. Well, I trust everyone. 
That seems problematic. Probably why I trust you with the job done. Um, it's a mix between trusting you to get the job done, but not without putting yourself in unnecessary risk. Oh, I'm going to stand in the back from now on. I'm the healer. Well, then yes. Well, then yes. But I'm still yet to see you stand in the back and not get dropped. All right, then. I guess I should probably ask the same question. Do I trust you? Yeah. In general. I do. I think that there are occasions when you run your mouth more than you should. But... Name one. Um, two nights ago when you got yourself killed. He wasn't putting his all into it. What about when you uh, punched the gentleman outside because you... I told him not to bring the sign up. I asked him nicely. I was trying to be nice to get a safe place. And mm-hmm. then... I warned him. What about when I punched you that one time? That was because I called Liv Casper. And I pushed the chair over. Wasn't really running my mouth. I pushed the chair over. <sighs> Ghost big eye roll. I'm going to go see if they need help. And I'm as I walk back in there, I'm buttoning up my shirt and redoing my kerchief. Yep, and that's uh, about Kronk. So by supervise, I assume she meant keep them in there. So we all walked into the kitchen, and then Kronk, of, they start doing dishes, and Kronk just like leaned against the door. Yeah, like, like this so when ghost tries to come in it's like <laughs> and i'd step aside so the oh. door could open mm-hmm. <laughs> so how are you okay supervising oh perfect thank you hi hello um uh do you need any help oh, no, i think we've got it here there were six dishes for three people or five dishes for three people. I think, I think we're good. All right. Well, you may exit, I guess. Well, that's not thank exactly you? what I meant. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know we had to have permission to move room to room in my bar. Our bar. Our bar. And as uh, as Hoon's walking out, she'll put her hand on your shoulder and just kind of lean in and say very quietly. He's very charming, and then just continue walking forward. I look at him, and I give him this, like, eyes, and then I walk away. He was just humming. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Who do we want to talk to first? Well, we could always talk to the detective, Victor Trench. (laughs) I would like to speak with the uh, sketchy gentleman next door as well. A lot of sketchy gentlemen in this area. But the one okay. we live in the same house. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> the what's the guy's name across the street? Froon. 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 Part of oh. Froon's distillery. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Do we serve his beer? No. Nope. No. <laughs> he Why? Sell it to he us. wouldn't sell it. Yeah. His beer. Oh. He just he refused sell to sell it to you on principle. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's some shitty IPA that, like, doesn't even have the right amount of hop Obsession. to you know, whatever. <laughs> However, beer is made. Mm. Well, uh, Froon or the other gentleman? Okay. Uh, yeah. Whichever, you got, whichever one you guys want. Which one's closer? Uh, the closest one would be the Tiger's Eyes. They are located uh, directly across the street. And you know that it's generally too early for Victor to be out at lunch like he normally is. So you might mm -hmm. actually find him in his home for once. If the metal things associated with that temple or whatever. Inspired him. Yeah. Wouldn't we be asking them questions? Well, let's get all of the information first and then we'll interrogate. Yeah, let's bit. work inward out. I mean, talk to them. Inward out. Yeah. So outwards. Cl closest, furthest. So work outwards. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you I guys. I might roll to punch you. <laughs> Do it. You'll get another oh, 20. Bring it. bring it. Bring it. I'm just going to stick my head out. You couldn't hit me even if you tried. <laughs> so yeah, you guys make your way across the street to the tiger's eye. Uh, and when you get to the door, uh, you can see that he is currently open. There is a, a sign that's hanging on a little window uh, on the on the inside part of, a, of his door that even says we are open. Uh, and you can see that as soon as you open the door and kind of look at it, that on the other side, rather than saying we're closed, it just says out to lunch. Um, <laughs> And you uh, and you make your way into Victor's place, and as you do, you can. It is just this kind of this very rich, uh, like woodeny smell, and you can smell that there is a little bit of tobacco in the air as well. Um, and as you enter into uh, into the shop, you can see that uh, it's more of like this back room area that has a large table uh, and a very nice large chair. There are windows that have shutters on them. Uh, you can see that there is uh, what looks to be a slow-moving fan uh, on the ceiling directly over the desk. Uh, and as you open up the door, looking around, you can see uh, that there is um, there are just these chairs that are kind of scattered around the back, and Victor is smoking out of a pipe. Uh, and he sets the pipe down as you guys enter, and it just says, Oh, yes, uh, Owners of my fine, my fine neighborhood establishment, or neighboring establishment, I should say. Uh, what brings you here to Tiger's Eye this early in the day? Victor, how are you, friend? I'm doing oh. well. I, but, uh, there's somebody here I haven't met, and I'd, I'd at least like a name to go off of. Uh, you. I'm Ghost. You're, I've, we've met before. Who's this other you? He's come by the bar several times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I kind of leave it to her to introduce herself. Oh, I'm, I'm, you can call me Hoon. It's fine. Well, it's very nice to meet you, um, Ms. Hoon. Uh, now, what is it that you're all here looking for, uh, mind you? Uh, he's just the, kind of smoking on his pipe. The events 
a few days ago, the tragedy that happened in front of our bar, the explosion. Um, yes. <clears throat> you're a detective. Um, would you happen to have had an ear out for any goings-on in the city regarding that? Well, as you may have gathered from my work as a whole, being an investigator means not delivering information free of charge. Oh, of course. We can talk rates in... Now, I guess. <laughs> as good a time as any, I will suppose. Now, are you hiring me for a continued investigation on this case, or are you going to try and investigate on your own means? The latter. Well, if it's investigating for the sake of investigating, I can spare information that I have for 25 gold pieces. Do you have, like, a friends and family discount, or is that <laughs> already applied to 25 gold pieces? We're neighbors, dear Hubris. We don't hang out on the reg. We don't discuss the weather. And I wouldn't... I don't regularly fetch drinks in your bar because there's... There's not Doug ruffians play there quite regularly. Should we start Oi. a delivery service, in your opinion? We've not dug out of this, okay? <laughs> Oh, that music is... it pains my ears. Do you even have information? Do you even have 25 gold? Oh, I'm I a man of my word. It comes with being an investigator. How about this? We give you 15 gold, and I offer you my services as a tracker. I don't need help with tracking. Are you sure? Yes. All right. This isn't... I'm not doing this because somebody has paid me to. I'm doing this out of the kindness of my own heart. So I'm... I don't really mind if it takes a little bit of time as long as the end gets done. All right. Um... So for 15, and give you some of the information that I know, but not all... Just pay him, Hubris. Yeah, I was about to. I'll hand him 25 gold. Ah, excellent. Well, let's see. What I know is that there was a chase going on. Seemed like there were three men uh, chasing down a, a gnome who was running through the street. Ow. From what I've heard from others, there is a mechanical figure on a rooftop also following along with these folk. Now, it is after they entered the alleyway, for reasons that are still unbeknownst to me, possibly heading towards the sewer grate to escape, something like that. The, the gnomish fellow did have uh, muckier boots, Almost like he'd been in the sewers for quite some time. Uh, but it seems like the metallic creature wasn't exactly on the same page as the others and threw down an explosive bead, something of the like, causing the explosion that we all saw before you. Now, 
Now, one piece of information that I have is that this uh, one of these attackers did end up surviving this thing from this explosion. From what I've heard, he looked through the pockets of the gnome rather quickly and then, well, skedaddled on off out of the general area that we see. So I'm not really sure what to make of that, and I haven't heard had a tale of this metal creature since then. Well, uh, the three men, were they human? One was a half-orc, and the other two were human, yes. And the half-orc survived? From the eyewitness counts that I have received, yes. Split lip? Teeth showing? I'm not really quite sure. Mm. Well, you can mark that down as something you didn't know. Yes, thank you. Mm. And this is what we like to call sharing information. Mm. Yes, but I didn't charge you. (laughs) Anyways. uh, Paying it forward. The mechanical creature. Have you seen it before? Have you heard of it before? I've heard of creatures like this before. There's a... There's an island off in the trackless sea uh, where a lot of these creatures are are created and and maintained. It seems like uh, it's a they worship this god fellow, a god of inventors, and that is his primary form of worship. And then, of course, there's also the temple within town, the house of inspired hands. Uh, every year, they loan out uh, some of these mechanical creations that they've received from that island in the trackless sea to uh, spread joy throughout the town. And fire, apparently. Yes, apparently. Interesting. He takes another puff of his tobacco pipe. Do we still have the flyer for the, what's it, the cruise ship? Probably, right? Yeah, uh, unless Wolf just tossed it away. You're muted, Wolf. I didn't bring it, but he probably has one here because I knocked on every door. Yeah. Yeah, Victor, do you happen to have one of those flyers for the cruise ship going out? Well, um... Yes. I hadn't really planned on throwing it in the fire just yet. I... Don't plan on going. I've, I have other things that I fill my night with. But <laughs> can I see it real quick? Yes, yes, of course. <clears throat> he hands you uh, the flyer. Because uh, the light kind of comes in through uh, through the window blinds to to illuminate it more on your piece of paper. Yeah, I'm gonna read over it. Does it tell us the course the ship is gonna take, or is it just gonna go out to sea and then back? It's just going to stay in the harbor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it says, come to the dock wards, uh, come to the harbor uh, closest to the entry to the Spire of Morning uh, at 7.30 this evening. Or at, uh, yeah, it'd be about 7 in the evening. Uh, to come watch high-flying acrobatics Fire breathers, magicians, uh, animal tamers, and all sorts of other uh, grand and wonderful things. Uh, and you see that there is uh, 
this kind of uh, human man with uh, light skin and very dark hair, his hands raised. And it looks almost like he is in a juggling position. Uh, and you can see that there are what looks to be uh, insig- like iconography representing different, uh, different theatrical acts that he seems to just be juggling in one hand to the other. Uh, and it says um, free entry with uh, free entry upon bringing in this flyer uh, to any and all. And then at the bottom, uh, in a very fanciful hand, it says Zazor de Zord, or Zazard Zord. Zord on. Um, okay. Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I got all I needed. Um, Prune, our lovely neighbor. Any suggestions on speaking with him? Don't. Fair enough. He doesn't like you. He barely likes me. He was sleeping when all this came out. Well, you asked him already, then. Yes. As he claims to have been sleeping. Mid-afternoon, he is that? Like oh. I mean, he doesn't like the lot of you. You're very loud in the later evening with your bar in the center of our little alleyway, but I, I understand that it's a business. And I don't really mind because most of the night, like I said, I have other things I'm taking care of. Mostly my job. But it would be nice to have an early evening every once in a while again. Well, perhaps we can have a poetry night where it doesn't get so rowdy. Now that sounds like a wonderful idea. He takes another uh, drag from his Lamb pipe. poetry. Cronk the poet. Cronk the <laughs> I'd love to see that. Just like Cronk saying a line and then. Uh, Is yeah, there anything any else that you would require of me? What is he? What race? Human. Just an oh. old, weathered looking human guy. Um, no. I do have a question, though. Hmm. Why does it always look like it's nighttime in here? Ah. Well, see, as much as I love to smoke, I know it's terribly bad for the glass. It will actually create a film on the glass itself, so it always has this kind of sepia-grade tone inside of this room, which really just helps. I, uh, I believe they call it uh, noir. Mm, mm. Do they now? Mm. Yeah. I think I'll write that down. <laughs> And you see him pull out a pen and just write down, and he's writing it down with his left hand as he does. Because you realize that he is a left-handed person. Hmm. Uh, we make our way out? Yeah. Uh, and as you do, once as soon as you step outside, uh, Hoon just... Oh, <laughs> 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 well, you'll get used to it. No, no, I won't. <laughs> I, I thought you used to smoke tobacco quite often, or you know, pipe weed. Well, pipe weed's a little different than tobacco, but the thing also with smoking tobacco is that once you're done smoking it, it really doesn't smell as good as it did previously. Mm. And also, oh. I just—it's mm, not for me. 
I flick everyone, like I snap everyone. Smells a little bit like lilac. Except for ghost or uh, wolf, who still smells like lavender. Yeah, no, I try to do it. Just he just stays. It just like stays lavender scent. That's so dis. That's so concerning. Like usually that works. It doesn't with you. Uh, you can't beat this. <laughs> He's just wolf is just doing that sway, <laughs> just sliding back and forth. Just you can't beat this. <laughs> now is. Is there anything else that anybody else you wanted to talk to? You said not to talk to your neighbor. Not mm. Froon. Froon's an asshole. Who else is I down there? I have some line which I could follow, but... Perhaps for later? Perhaps I don't for... know if she's want to talk to a criminal. We talk to one every day, Wolf. Yeah, but another one. Do you know the one which wants me to become king of all the days? Oh, I was talking about you. We talked to you, you fucking criminal. Okay. I know, but that's why I said another one. You know, I think I'm just going to hang out with Fala today, if that's all right. Yes. Um, that's fine. No. No? No. 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 Why don't why not? you why and I take a girl's day, and we'll go shopping and I... eat food, I was or just... just stay in the house and read? Until seven, and then carnival. Okay. Uh, did you end up putting in a word uh, with Davil for me? Yes. Oh, do I know where he is? Uh, you nice. do not. You don't know where his house is or anything like that. Okay. Um, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got talented fingers. Thank you. I, I turned to Kron. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just enjoying my time with you a bit too much, I guess. It slipped my, slipped my mind. I wanted you there, but I didn't want you sauced. So when they come by tonight, we can see if they're interested in maybe going with us, ending their set early. Okay. Oh. I'm going to go see Embrick and Avi. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, You're two fire guess. genasi neighbors. My, my fire genasi. Well, one fire genasi, one water. Yes. We're going to go oh. back to the house and read? <laughs> sure. I'm, I don't know. What does she want to do? I don't want her to go see Fala. <laughs> she just wanted to hang out in the garden space. I know. Uh, and she asks, um, is there any other place that has... Uh, any kind of fields or uh, grass area? I, do, I know an arborist. Wait, hmm. no, I don't. Different game. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, you can make a history check if you would like. I would like. Fourteen plus three. Okay. Uh, yeah, you would know that in Waterdeep there is one place that does function as a very large uh, walled garden area, and that would be the City of the Dead. I will. Yep. That sounds like fun. <laughs> okay. I will uh, let her know that that is a place if she's interested in going. Uh, and she, uh, and she just kind of like looks at you a little confused and just the city's strange enough um 
who knows, maybe... Is it a graveyard? Is it a graveyard? Yes. Yeah, yeah yes, but it, um, it's quite beautiful. Well, all right. I suppose we could go and go and see. All right. And I take her. Sounds good. So yeah, uh, the two of them go off towards the City of the Dead. What are the three boys doing? You Only said you're going to uh, Steam and Steel. All right. I'm going to do the bad decision and go try and find Zan. Okay. Sounds good. And then Kronk, what are you doing as Wolf and Hubris <laughs> seem to be splitting up? And everybody took off a different direction. Yes. Kronk's just standing there by himself for a while. I'm gonna I guess he's gonna have to think about it. If nobody said to come with them or like, whatever, he's just gonna he's I'm gonna, gonna turn and go, Hey big guy, you wanna look at weapons for a while? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. And then he'll he'll follow after hubris. Another hubris and Kronk adventure where it ends with ice cream and wolf dying. <laughs> it still could end up with me dying. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you guys make your way uh, to the Steam and Steel, uh, and when you when you get close, you can see uh, that um, that your two friends, Avi and for the life of me, I can't remember. Avi and Embrick. Avi and Embrick uh, are are busily toiling away, uh, and as you kind of show up, uh, Embrick uh, just sort of waves to you and then uh, kind of shouts over to Avi. Um, and so uh, Avi then uh, picks up his picks up some of the stuff that he was working on. He uh, takes it over to like a fine uh, a fine tuning workers tool kind of deal. Um, uh, and begins uh, doing very, very tiny, very delicate, delicate metallurgy, uh, almost for like a necklace or a uh, a bracelet. But he just seems to be kind of interweaving these metal rings. Uh, and then Embrick comes up to you. Uh, it's good to see you, Hubris. Uh, Embrick, what can I do? What can I do for you? Uh, I'm just looking to purchase a long sword. All right. Um, well. Longsword, a place like this, because we're friends, at least I would like to believe so, is going to fetch you do, 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 12 gold pieces. Really? For me? For you. And what about you, Kronk? What would you like? Hmm... We have all sorts of weapons here. We have armor. We have, um, well, we've made some very good goblets lately. You know, getting ready for mold wine season. What about, uh, what would it cost for a breastplate? Well, a breastplate. Uh, 450. 450? <laughs> well, uh, we could probably go as low as 375. Mm. I have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> it's all right. Maybe we could think of a business plan of sorts. Mm. But is there anything else uh, that we can provide here at the Steam and Steel? Um. Hmm. 
Let me think. I was wondering if you could fashion me also a sort of weapon. It's a bit exotic. Uh, and at that, you see Avi stop moving. Did he say exotic weapons? Just... I wish he wouldn't have, but yes, he did. I slide up to Avi. You're <laughs> like, hey, Avi. So, exotic weapons, what kind? It's actually quite <clears throat> simple of an exotic weapon. Um, like a trident simple exotic, or... Think of a... Do you know what a wushu rope dart is? <laughs> no. It's basically like a long piece of rope tied to like a kunai. Oh, kunai with chain! A kunai with chain. Okay, yeah, I know kunai with chain. Thanks, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> but it's not like the bladed one, it's the actual yeah, like, yeah. kunai. Well, I could make something like that. Yeah, but instead of like a rope, could it be like a lightweight chain? I think I could do that. I think I actually have some lightweight chain uh, that we've just been sitting on, really. Thought it would be better than selling hemp rope or or kind of woven rope. Maybe like a metal rope would make people excited. Uh, but no excited. takers. Surprisingly no takers. Mm. Well, uh, you know what they say, if there's a market. This is true. This is very true. Uh, I could probably get that to you in about three hours. Two, three hours? Let's send the longsword then, and we'll go with that. Well, I don't have to make the longsword. Well, no, I mean, like, I'm kind of broke at the moment. Oh. So it's either going to be one or the other, and I have to budge the rest of the money for tonight. How I can do a ten-foot rope, metal rope? How much? Twenty gold? I could do that if I sounds the longsword. All right. Yeah. This is going to be so cool. It's going to be really fun. Uh, and Embrick just, like, just looks down at the ground, just, like, holding the longsword he was going to sell you in his hands. L listen, Embrick, I, I, I pat him on the cheek. Hold that for me. I, when I come into money, I will come back for it. Okay. I promise. I know. Well... We could figure out a deal, maybe. Okay. And he just brings his finger up and he pinky he pinky promises you. Oh, I love you too. We love you three. Yeah. And uh, Crown could be like, except uh, I'm going to buy that long sword. Oh. And I, I grab it and I drink the gold and then I hand it to Hubris. And Brick's eyes just get very wide. Just, you, yes, sir, hands you the long sword. All right, okay. that'll be 12 gold. He'll take the gold pieces from you. All right. I will minus them from D&D &D Beyond. Using the powers yeah. of D&D &D Beyond. <laughs> Keep track of your inventory with D&D &D Beyond. Cool. Ugh. All right, and is there anything else that you would like to do here? That's it. Okay. So, uh, Wolf, you are going to look for Zan, your tiefling buddy. All right, make an investigation check. Did you suddenly arrange a place to meet? 
This is to find that place. Because he gave you a name, but he didn't give you an exact location. 16. All right. Uh, so, yeah, with your 16... Uh, you end up finding, uh, you end up finding, uh, the bar that he had suggested that you guys meet at. And it was on the dock ward, uh, kind of facing out over the harbor. And it looks like a pretty dilapidated place. Uh, and you would know this to be the first place that you actually went to meet, uh, or at least when you were tracking down your, your dear friend, not Fabio. Uh, and the name of that place. This is one that's really drafty, isn't it? Yeah, this one has like a hole in the ceiling, and a lot of the chairs had been pushed up closer to the fire. Wasn't it like the crustacean something? No, the rusted crustacean was where one Istrid horn was. Right. Uh, and that's where I go for my contacts. This was. That's where I gave up my hair and blood. Yeah. Looks like a trip down memory lane today. It's actually off of Candled Lane, and it's the Skewered Dragon. So yeah, you go to the Skewered Dragon, uh, and when you get inside, you can just see kind of sitting up next to the fire, uh, drink in hand, just this one-eyed tiefling, uh, just sitting there looking. Uh, he's wearing uh, white armor that looks pretty tarnished. Um and he is just fully deep in his mug and he sets it down uh, and just kind of laughs to himself and you can just hear, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, as you begin making your way over towards him. As I question, is this the smartest idea I've had? And I continue walking up. All right. So yeah, you, you come over towards him uh, and without even uh, shifting his head to look directly at you. Uh, almost like he can feel your movements coming towards him. Uh, he just says, Wolf, long time no see. How you been? And that's when he turns up and looks at you. And he just has that big shit-eating grin on his face, his silver eye just almost seeming to look right through you. That guy out, being killed, being resurrected. That's incredible. It's sit, sit. Uh, what do you want to drink? Ale? Ale? Or ale? They don't really have a lot of variety here, but man, is it cheap. I'm good. I'm good. Suit yourself. I need a drink. Just starts. I've got just continues to drink. Uh, and then he'll set his mug down. Um, say... Well, you said that you've been out a day and you've already died. And I'm assuming you came back to life somehow, because otherwise... Yeah. Am I talking to a zombie right now? No. Okay. Blue eyes, not on just wanted to Just wanted to check. Just wanted to make sure. Can't be too careful. I wouldn't mind either way. Some of my best friends are dead. So it really wouldn't have made that big of a difference if you were too. But... What can I do for you? I need a couple of favors. One kind of works towards your ultimate end goal. Okay. And First what off, are the other favors for? I need to track down a dude. Okay. 
And I would describe that bold half bold with the split lip. Okay. I need him tracked down. Have you heard of anything? I'm assuming you've heard about the explosion. Yeah, that sounded crazy. Yeah, this guy's then related to that. Okay. Um. Well, like you, I've only been out for two days. And I've kind of been enjoying these drinks. These drinks have been really nice. But I can ask if anybody else has seen this guy. Um, I'm pretty good at talking, pretty good at making friends from people. Uh, I can either ask below the sewers or above ground. How would you prefer? He's associated with the Gentile. Below the sewers it is. Because if the Zents come back on me, I will throw you under the bus so fucking hard. I want nothing to do with them, man. Well, the other one who's also after this guy. I don't see why they would come after me. In which case, you have nothing to worry about. And he just goes back to drinking. And then he eventually sets his mug down. Now, we're friends, aren't we? So what you do I get? So what do I get if if I do these favors to you? Continued friendship, coin. What do you want? I like magic things. I like anything magical. Anything and everything. So if you have anything magical that you can give to me, depending on how magical it is, that will determine how quickly this gets done. Because I can be very inspired when I want to be. I don't think I have anything magical. The only magical thing I have, I'm not giving up, because that's me arm. So you have a magical arm? I mean... No. Fuck. Have some soap. Do you want some soap? No, 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 no. There's no going back on this one. I would love a magical arm. That sounds amazing. It sounds fantastical. So, how about this? You want me to find a guy... I can find a guy. That's easy. Thanks for your gold. Like I said, I really like magic things. This guy used magic to do bad shit. Well, you said you had three favors you wanted to ask of me? I had two, and after the answer to your first one, I don't think I really want to give you the second one. Um, well, that's no fun. I, I thought we were friends. I was providing information for you, but then if you're just going to throw me underneath the bus and you get caught with this entire arm, I'm not providing you with this information. If you were to give me your magical arm, I would It's kind care. of attached to me. That can be taken care of? Yeah, no, that hurts. Trust me, I know. Oh, I'm sure it does. But the Zentarum would hurt me a lot. And I like equal trade. I like I like playing it fair by my own books. So if I were to get injured severely, then at least maybe I would have an arm to fall back on. 
It doesn't listen to other people. Hmm? Nothing. Nothing. I said nothing. Well. How much gold do you have? What What is it that you're offering me? do you want? 150? Help me get back on my feet. Yeah, nah. I don't have that much. We're at an impasse. I offer you my friendly, friendly prices. At a discount. You say that you have this magical arm and then you withhold it from me. I can give you whatever you want. I can find it. I can search it out. And find out who this guy is. I'd probably tell you who his mother is. But I'm not asking for much. You're asking for my left arm or 150 gold. Eh, it's not much. From what you told me, you were you were an adventurer. You were a a, a great thief. You've yeah, been I'm on all thief. sorts of adventures. 150 gold tell should be nothing. Tell me something you have to steal. I'll go steal it. I want a bag. Can I have a bag? I want a bag. I have a backpack. I don't want your backpack. backpack. I want a special bag. A fun bag. Can you get me a fun bag? Between friends. Between friends. Have you seen those ships out in the harbor? The circus ones? Yeah. Yeah, the circus ones. Yeah, I know about them. Now, should you find this bag for me on the central ship, it would have some inscribing on it, so that way you would know whose it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely mine. That's what? why it has the letters J B on it. Now, if you can get me this bag, it's nothing like Z. Um, okay. It's close what enough in Infernal. You guys, uh, can you draw it for me? Because I don't read Infernal, so I have no idea what I'm looking for. Ooh, it's been a while since I did much of anything like drawing. And you see him pull out uh, a piece of parchment from a, a pouch that he keeps at his right-hand side. And he begins drawing it out. Uh, and he ends up drawing a bag with, on the front, looks like a face. Uh, and this has uh, what looks to be a kind of smiling face on it. Uh, you can make a arcana check on that if you would like. As, he, as uh, he has specified that this is a magical item he is searching after. That is an 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, so with your 11, you are not very sure uh, what that is. Um, but the uh, Zan ends up telling you, this is called a bag of holding. It allows you to just put a bunch of stuff inside of it, and then you can only find it if you know what you're looking for, just like the situation that we have here. I'm trying to find what you're looking for. I'm like the hand that you refuse to give. Will this cover one or two favors? This would cover me finding somebody for you. 
because I believe this carnival is only going to be going on tonight, so you really only have this one chance to get on that ship. Unless you would just rather give me the hand. I really want it. You, you told me about it, and now I can't stop thinking about it. It's just there. Maybe just begins like tapping his finger against the uh, against the bar table. If I stop in tomorrow and I have the bag, we'll discuss more. If not, I don't get it. Sounds good to me. Now, be warned. Probably shouldn't put anything in that bag just yet. Just in case. Bags like that have a carrying capacity, and if anything exceeds that carrying capacity, then the bag is destroyed and it's of no use to me. Okay. And, yeah, it would just be no use to me. So, get the bag. Come back. I'll find your guy. I'll be your left-hand man, as it were. I reckon I can tell you what hand. You did. I did? Okay. Just a fucking shit trip. So? What do you say, partners? Friends? Okay. Or, if you want to go back on it, you can just stand up and leave. And we can consider our friendship kaput. We can call it done. I said I'll try. I said if I see you tomorrow with the bag, it was a success. If not, I'm probably in prison again. And tell your god friend to give me two of them. Sounds good to me. And if I find anything out, I'll come find you. Because like I said, I'm very good at talking to people, and I'm very good at finding people. Okay. I like to keep watch on all my friends. And he pats the eye that he pats where the eye patch is. And he says, I like to keep an eye on people. Wait, what? It's going to be fine. And he just begins drinking out of his mug again. Now, are you sure you wouldn't like anything? Any kind of booze? No, I'm good. It was good seeing you. I'm Wolf. just gonna leave. Now I've got a crazy person to be able to see with a magic eye. Some charm tracked me by my blood and hair. Alright. And then, uh, Ghost. You and Hoon are... Sorry. That's alright. Uh, you and Hoon are currently walking through, uh, you're walking through the City of the Dead. Uh, and you can see that there, it's, this is one of the first times that you've been in here during the daylight, as the last time you came through was towards nighttime. Uh, but you can see that there is this giant pillar that stands towards the center of all of these burial mounds. Uh, and looking upon it, you can see that this is, um, this is a a much larger grave of reverence uh, dedicated to the Paladin Sun family uh, that two of the masked lords uh, or two of the open lords within Neverwinter's history or not Neverwinter, Waterdeep, bleh, within mm-hmm. Waterdeep's history 
uh, are actually buried here as it seems like they were familial in nature. And these were paladins that ruled during the Draco Rage, uh, which you had heard about, uh, but you were not alive to see. And that was when there was a, a very strange uh, magical outburst throughout the plane that caused all that caused hundreds of dragons to just go out of control for what seemed like a year, uh, at least from what you've heard. Um, and it, there seems to just be this giant pillar erected to the family that helped defend against that. Uh, as well as looking around, you can see that there are uh, that there are small gardens and small plots that have been turned uh, into a kind of beautification process to help the overall area seem less morbid, uh, seem a little less grim. But as you're all looking around, uh, it doesn't seem like. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like it has as much life as you'd expect. Normally, uh, from what you've heard, this place is actually very... Uh, this place is actually getting a lot of... Um, a lot of traffic through it. Uh, of just either people staying in here overnight. You know that during the summer and the fall uh, that these people will... That homeless people throughout the town will actually stay in the City of the Dead as it's just very comfortable. Uh, but now that it is winter, a lot of these plants have kind of decayed and have started to kind of fall back and there isn't as much life and vibrancy. Uh, but as you are walking with Hoon, uh, she goes over and she will extend a hand out. Uh, to some of these plants and she will cast druid craft and you see these plants actually coming back to life as she walks by them it's nice I this place is very quiet and I like that a lot actually um, rather than being out there in the city and, and hearing all the sounds of bustle and industry, it's nice to just be able to to rest here for a while. Just collect my thoughts. It, I'm not used to the crowds. I'm not used to the people. I'm not really used to much of any of this. Mm -hmm. But it's, I can imagine it's a big shift. <laughs> yeah but it's nice being here with you I'm glad you're here I'm glad I am too but I do feel just generally anxious about being that's why I, I didn't know whether or not to either leave this morning or leave tomorrow or how long I would stay I just I I came because I followed my instincts. They've never really led me wrong. And so I... I don't know what to do when I don't know what my instincts are telling me now, because part of it's saying to stay and make sure that, you, that you're okay, and then... Well, the other part says to leave, because everything's fine. I think I think one more night couldn't hurt. All right. I think leaving tomorrow would be okay and maybe maybe I can come visit you 
soon. I would like that. And she'll uh, kind of come in and just give you another tight hug uh, as you guys just stand together in the city of the dead, uh, no longer uh, surrounded by the bustling city. And that is where we are going to call it for tonight's episode. It went by so quickly! But I wanted to say thank you to everybody who has come by and, and watched me dust the dust the shoulders of being a dm because i definitely felt uh i felt clunky tonight going forward but hopefully hopefully we i will be in tip-top shape uh for next monday's game and then next tuesday's game as well because i'm walking back ah, i'm so excited um but we are going to be going around doing our sign off so rj where can we find you what do you do Oh, hey, I'm Arjus282. You can find me on Twitter and recently Twitch at Arjus282, where I tweet about nerdy things, how my day's going, and about Mike Hatsune. Hi, Kylan. Um, <laughs> you can also find me here on Monday as Caleb. <laughs> All right. And Greybeard, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm Old Greybeard of Greybeard's Tavern, and uh, you can find me here on Tuesdays being Kronk, and on Sunday mornings, I play Darkest Dungeon, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 10 to noon usually, and, uh, you know, there's a couple props here that I, you know, like to play with, so see me then. I'm excited. All right, and LB, where can we find you? What do you do? I'll be hacking up, and this is Krieg, who likes to sit on my desk while I'm streaming. He was the star last night in our uh, Four Kids adventure. Um, I'm here on Mondays and Tuesdays playing games, um, and I'm on the Discord every other day because um, I can. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Barry. I was about to call you Wolf, but that's not your real name. It's just what I'm used to calling you at this point. So, Barry, where can we find you? What do you do? Um, find me on Twitter at Dermot Barry here Tuesdays, annoying uh, people on Discord every other day. Ah, it's and... not annoying. Come on. Yeah. It's fine. You said these three days would be just narrated over in 10 minutes. You've gone a day and a half and three hours. But you're also no longer exhausted. So it's <laughs> like three days happened. It's session 14, because this is how long you said this campaign would take. <laughs> and everyone Next. say goodbye to Barry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I am the Indoor Adventurer. Uh, you can find me here at twitch.tv slash the Indoor Adventurer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes on the weekend when I want to do a bonus Neverwinter stream. Uh and I, I have a good time being able to play games with all of my friends. If you'd like to go check out our audio cast, uh, you can check us out on Spotify, I, Apple Podcasts, because apparently iTunes doesn't do podcasts anymore. But that's fine. As long as, or as well as any number of other popular podcast slash audio cast listening platforms, except for Podbean. But... We are trying to make our way to Podbean as well. You can also find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash theindooradventurer. 
and if you would like to support me, help support the show, you can check out the Patreon that we have, which will also give you access to our Discord channel. So uh, that is patreon.com slash the indoor adventure as well. And I think I have a link to that. I do. So I'll post that in chat if anybody is interested. Wajang. So. And access to the after show. And access to the after show, which is going to be going on immediately after this show, uh, where you can ask us questions uh, from the audience. We already have a few audience questions that we're going to be getting into, which I am very excited to help answer, Uh, as well as it gives our players to ask each other uh, about thoughts and feelings that their characters are having, but from a player perspective. So that way they can ask questions that their characters might not be able to ever get. Like, how did you feel about this? Uh, So... It's a great time. I would highly suggest checking it out. Uh, and if on on some of these Patreon tiers, you also get a free adventure every month, which is super fun. And I write them myself for all of you people. Uh, but we will be doing our after show soon. I don't know why this is so hard for me today. But uh, so... You don't want to leave. I don't want to leave, but we're going to, so that way we can we can make our patrons happy. So, we will see you... <laughs> My cat is so wiggly. We will see you guys shortly. So, thank you everybody for stopping by, and we will see you soon. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.